Meanwhile, in the Trust the Wizard's latrine. Ah, some great music on the pod tonight. Should be a good one. Yep, there's a great flow to the sounds. Hello, Transition Wizard entering. Oh, look at the muck in here. And this colour scheme, so dour. Oh, you can put a mop round, you know. Well, I think that's me, Dan. Yep, me too. Shall we use the other bathroom to wash our hands like all good employees? Yes, we can use that one because I am a transitioning germ-free adolescent. <laughs> Don't forget your x-ray specs.
evening and welcome to the Trust the Wizards podcast. My, name, my name's Rebel Rickett and I'm here with a man who likes nothing better than to siphon the python, punish the porcelain, make his bladder gladder, leak the lizard, draining the sleepy weasel, bleeding the lizard, shaking hands with his wife's best friend and aiming Archie at Armitage. It's Sharitho Garbanzo. Come on over baby, there's a whole lot of shaking going on. <laughs> and by a man who loves to back one out. Freeing his chocolate hostages, decorking the balking, to download a brown lord, dropping a sewer pickle, throwing up backwards, cutting a monkey tail, dropping some friends off at the pool, and to pump a clump of dump out of his rump. It's Kicker of Elves! Shit! Hey, you're just instrumental. Yes, it's time once again to go instrumentally mental. Uh, choice this week is uh, Floyd Kramer, uh, a song called Fancy Pants. Uh, you might not know the name Floyd Kramer, but you certainly know some of his piano playing. He's the man responsible for this. Bobby Crush. <laughs> And even if he'd only just done that in his life, it'd be it'd be worth worth mentioning. He's also responsible for this instrumental hit, which uh, most people. I used to play this on the piano. I, I I tried to play it the other day, and I couldn't really get it play, get it anymore. But I used to play this on the piano, and people used to say, "Oh, that's the the Snoopy music," and it isn't the Snoopy music. But... Probably his most famous tune on the rebound, which is used in all kinds of is used as incidental music and in all kinds of different things. Uh, but we're going to play a song called Fancy Pants, which I think if you are out there listening, listener, and you are feeling a bit down today, you will not be feeling down. It is impossible to feel down whilst listening to this song. Thank you. 
the magnificent Mick Artistic's Ego Trip from the album Blaster with a little bit of Elvis. Um, the, uh, there's a link there because Floyd Kramer, I forgot to mention before this song, as well as playing with Patsy Cline, played, he, played, he was a Nashville um, session musician who played on pretty much every record made in Nashville in the late 50s and 60s, but he also played the you know globally famous piano solo on Heartbreak Hotel and most of the other piano parts on most of the other early Elvis hits. Right, time now for some um, Indian folk jazz, mm. everybody says. Uh, and we're going to play something from the Everything Sacred LP, which came out this year, which features Sahail Yusuf Khan on Sarangi, uh, which is a bowed, short-neck Indian instrument. Mm. Um, and he's performing here with Scottish singer-songwriter and guitarist James Yorkston. And double bass player John Thorne, out of off of the band Lamb. So here's the song Nochentanz, <laughs> which I believe translates as bone dance. It's a not, dunking, not dancing knockers. No, okay. thank you for that. Uh, it's a 13-minute improvised, mostly instrumental piece that switches from gently wailing meditation to a furious and frantic workout, scat vocals, and then a bluesy finale. It's got everything. So hold on to your turbans, kids. Here's Yorkston Thorn Khan with Knockin' Tants.
If you come from near or far, driving a motor car, if you're struggling, a shooting star, welcome to Rebel Ricky's World of Star! Welcome to Rebel Ricky's World of Star! Welcome to Rebel Ricky's World of Star! Yes, welcome back to uh, Rebel Ricky's World of Scout. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Absolutely, yeah. And, and as, as loyal listeners will know, or maybe loyal listener mm. will know, um, the, the World of Scout is, is, is based around the concept that every country in the, in the world has a functioning Scar scene. It's, it's a universal music that every nation loves. Yeah. And we've been all over the world. All over. Listen back. I mean, it, the evidence is all there for anyone to examine. Mm. Um, and in the World of Scar... You do get extra points uh, for, for using the sounds and instruments uh, of the nation that you inhabit. <laughs> uh, and, and so I was particularly curious to visit Spain. Uh, last Castanets. Week, last week, no. Uh, I don't know what instruments they are, but they sound very Spanish. <laughs> so they've done it sort of in the mother tongue, uh, if an instrument can have a tongue. Mm, that's how you are. are you talking uh, about the any type of instrument? Yeah, that? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an accordion. It could well be an accordion. Maybe it'll be an accordion or melodion or something yeah. like that. I reckon yeah. that, that those instruments play on traditional Spanish music as well. Mm. You know, I, I yeah. can't be too precise yeah. with the research. Let's say yes. Exactly. So, mm. they get extra points for that. Right. Uh, so we, why did they tip many Who others? is it? Oh, oh sorry. Uh, it's the band Legosa Sorda. Uh, and. <laughs> Wait. Valencia. Indeed. I believe. Yeah. Val- yeah. Valencia. Would you like to pronounce that properly? Valencia. Okay. And um, thank you. Their their 2014 album. This is, this is right on the cusp there. They're, they're big in Spain. These guys. Are they? They are big in Spain to the extent which they are now they are now on the farewell tour. Right. Uh, they're doing a bowing out. They've been around about ten years. Uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of Spaniards. Uh, if that's the way you pronounce it. <laughs> uh, like like their Facebook page and obviously by by the music making very popular. Mm. Uh, but they are bowing out with grace. Oh. And with the grace the great LP uh, called. Uh, Le Polseguria. Oh, yeah. I don't know any of these That is one. I think the Guerra bit may, might mean war. Oh, right, okay. There's, there, there is the worrying thing about uh, listening to music in other languages. Yeah. Uh, they may be saying things that I fundamentally disagree with. <laughs> I may be promoting Spanish fascism here. <laughs> you might. I, That's, um, through Scar, though, I'm not sure that your fascism is going to embrace Scar. No, I don't think so. I think Scar itself positions itself on the progressive left. I think so, yeah. Uh, so I think we'll be fine. Uh, so yes, great, and, and it's got all the all the great uh, themes of, of 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 new and old scar. Uh, it's got the the, the anthemic uh, riff at the beginning with the trumpets and everything, and then it even goes into a bit of a, a bit of rapping in the middle, and then it goes into the crashing uh, 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 fuzzy guitars of of new scar music that we know so well. Yeah, it's got some hey hey that kind of stuff in there yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 Percussive vocals, let's yeah. call them. Yeah. So here we are. Is Legosa Le Sorda with. De cara a la palette.
Cotxet de platja de Madrid Sense llengua ni tele Cinc milions de mens De cara a la paret Mira que ponen tu carnet El vencedor edifica la història Que al votar és Son of a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I can speak enough Spanish to know what that means. Um, de cara a la pared. De cara a la pared. That was the name of that song, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, you, that's, that, according to my Google Translate right. research, yeah. that seems to... Well, Google Translate says it says wall face. That's what it means, wall face. But, but further research seems to be suggesting it might say facing the wall. Yeah. That's what that song is called. Oh, in wow, Scottish, okay. Facing the Wall. Now, weirdly, I know another song, which is also called De Cara a la Pared. Good lot. And I've been listening to it. It's by Lassa de Sela, who we've played on the podcast before, the late uh, Canadian singer who uh, collaborated with Tindersticks several times. Uh, the first song on her first album is called De, Ca- De Cara a la Pared. And I've been listening to it very carefully. It's much slower than that to see if it's the same song. Mm. And for, for a brief period of time, I was quite excited, thinking, it's the same tune, because mm. there are some bits that seem like it's the same. It's the same tune, but their version is, the, the Scar version is much, much faster. But further listening has led me to believe it's not the same tune. No. But, you know, there's two people out there who've written a song in Spanish, and Lassa didn't write all her songs in Spanish. She wrote some in English, some in French, and lots of different languages, mm. some in Portuguese. Um, and it, she wrote one in Spanish, and it's called... Facing the wall, and now there's another one. That's quite quite unlikely, isn't it? It's, it's the not world like a... of Scar is a place of curious coincidence. Kicker's question time. Hello. Yes, it's uh, Kicker's question time. Hey. Yeah. And uh, let me take you back to last time round, where I asked you uh, who Shirley Williams was. 
Do you remember? Yes. Shirley Williams. Shirley Williams. On a Brian Eno song. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. On this album, which I have in front of me, which is Brian Eno's Before and After Science, on two tracks... Uh, Shirley Williams is, is credited as playing Time and on the other I think the other one was Vibes was it or something uh, mm. oh no Brush Timbales mm. yeah uh, and I did let you in, into a secret that it's not actually the former Secretary of State uh, of Education no, yeah um, did anyone find out although she did play in Gang of Four as well. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, I know I know but it was, I, I'm proud <laughs> of that joke I want to do it again um, I, I, I don't know it right. however I do know that it's Googleable. It is Google. So I'm, yeah. I, I know the answer, but I'm not going to say the answer because uh, I don't want to take the credit for oh, Googling right, okay. it. I'm Googling Especially it. not when Michael <laughs> Rickett is, as always, Googling it I'm go- I'm as you speak. Have you got so it? So I want to, he can take um, the credit. Um, <laughs> um, is it David's boy? No, um, is it Marcus Order? No. no. Shall, I, shall I put you out of your misery then? Yeah. Go on, you put him out of his misery. <laughs> I don't want to take the credit for it. It's Robert Wyatt. It is, yes. It's Robert yeah. Wyatt. Oh, yes. right. okay. Now, in a moment, we're going to play a track from, uh, from this album, but not actually that one, and I'll tell you... Well, one of those two. I'll tell you for why in a moment. Okay. In a moment. But look, before we do that, let me very quickly give you this time round's question. Only one? Yeah, only one, but oh. it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a complex one. Okay. But okay. I, I'm, I'm hopeful here, Rebel Rickett, that you'll know it's a band you like that it refers to. Okay. So, I have a band you like as well, actually. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, anyway, okay. So, now, you may well be aware <laughs> uh, that the band The Replacements uh, have a song called Something To Do. Um, and that song, the do, is spelt D-U. Um, and if I tell you that in the coda of that song, uh, there's a, a line where they talk about breaking the mould. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell me that this is obviously referencing... Something meant from the heart. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's referencing... And the... yeah. It's referencing the band Husker Do. Right? Yeah. Quite obviously. And yeah. actually, the replacements of Husker Do were sort of rival bands... Uh, in the Minneapolis scene, uh, in the sort of the, the late eighties, um, they didn't necessarily get on very well. Right. Um, anyway, so the replacements put this song out, and he was sort of poking fun a little bit at, at mm-hmm. Husker Du. So Husker Du responded, and my question is, which song by Husker Du steals liberally from replacement riffs? Mm. The question this time. Anyway, let's go back to the Brian Eno record mm. because uh, I'm not going to play one of the tracks that Shirley Williams is on. If I'm going to play you uh, the song um, Here He Comes uh, because this is uh, Mrs. O'Elve's favourite song by Brian Eno, someone who she knew quite well growing up that they were neighbours in uh, Woodbridge in Suffolk um, and uh, her parents uh, knew Brian Eno's mother particularly well. Um, so this is this is for Mrs. O'Wells, and this is Here He Comes by Brian Eno. Here he comes, the boy who tried to vanish to the future of us is no longer here with his sad blue eyes. Here he comes, he floated away, and as he rose above reason, he rose above the clouds, he was seven. Here he comes, the night is like a club and he's floating like a dove that catches the wind in the deep blue sky. Here he comes, the boy who tried to vanish to another time is no longer here with the sad blue eyes. 
that was Born on the Floor by Makeup, or sometimes known as The Makeup, uh, on K Records. Uh, occasionally, one of my occasional features of Chirizzo's bands from the 90s, who should have been massive, but for some reason weren't. Okay. Uh, that's from the album Save Yourself. Uh, fantastic album. Uh, they released another album in the same year, which is called I Want Some, which is actually even better. Remarkable vocals. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, that, they're, they're, that's one of their fastest. I mean, most of their songs are fast. Well, that's particularly fast and danceable. Mm. Yeah, they're brilliant band. Brilliant band. Lots and lots so of great how, stuff. how close did they come to being massive, and why didn't they? I don't know. I, I, I the only reason I've ever I have ever bought any of their CDs is because uh, I was quite a fan of a band called Dub Narcotic Sound System, and they are linked. I don't know if they share members or they share a producer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember why I bought those, but uh, I I bought them a long time ago, and the blue one, they, they, they you've got there, is actually my favourite, but. On the floor is just great a, image yeah. of a 1960s swinging oh, party. Yes, though. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, that's their sound, isn't it? Yeah, wild 60s, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, 60s garage rock, isn't it? Mm. It's uh, there's nothing in that song that couldn't have come out in 1963, which they talk about quite a lot in it. Yeah, <laughs> so the next song I'm going to play is uh, called Rats on a Raft uh, by the Wolfhounds. Uh, from the album Middle Age Freaks, uh, which actually released in 2015, so it's right up to date, kids. <laughs> uh, and I, I found this because, uh, as you'll have heard, because you have listened to the last podcast uh, before last, well, the one before last, uh, about the ATP Festival. Oh, yes. And it's always, it's, I find it's a good way of finding new groups. You think, well, if there's a festival. Content. Well, there's that. Uh, but if you find a festival there's like, and then you get a list of bands that you've never heard of. You think, well, let's sample some of their music. Uh, and the Wolfhounds, of all those samplings, uh, were one of the strongest acts I felt of all the stuff that came to the, the ATP Festival. Um, and, but, and again, I'll, I'll reference the Droned In Sound review of the ATP Festival. It's particularly interesting uh, because not so much Mr. Kicker of Elves, who, who's, who's a jolly fella at the best of times, and it's very hard to get down. Yes. Um, but there was a little pervading undercurrent of um, uh, discontent at the festival, not least because most of the bands weren't getting paid, we understand. <laughs> uh, and the ATB festival may or may not, or the ATP itself may or may not be going bankrupt. Mm. So there was a little tension that was evident with some of the comments made from the stage. Mm. Um, and it's also that when you get... Um, people like myself, who's not used to drinking and staying late for three days solid, yeah. uh, and getting to the last day was when the Wolfhounds were playing, uh, and, and I'd, I'd, you know, I'd, they were they were first on my list of bands to watch. By the third day, I think I'd lost that list. Well, you, to be fair, you, you, you hated everything about everything at that point. Uh, I, I disliked every single act on the third day, <laughs> yeah. uh, apart from our, our friend Alistair, who I showed the train on the way home. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. I, yeah, shout out to Alistair Roberts there. Yeah, Alistair Roberts, yeah. He, he was great, because he was, he was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and he was slow. Yeah. <laughs> Mission to Burma, on the other hand, who were very loud and fast, yeah. were very irritated. <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. And on a different day, so I, I might have thought that. Yeah. So it was that I, I, I thought, well, no, I've got to go and see the Wolfhounds mm. because I really like that album yeah. and I've got to do them justice, you know. And you bought the T-shirt, to be fair. Not, not at that stage, I hadn't. Oh, I No, I was waiting for it to be reduced. <laughs> <laughs> Which it didn't get reduced, but, but never mind. Uh, and so I just got to the Wolfhounds as they were playing, I would say, probably the last 35 seconds of their set. All right. And... And in tune with everything else, I thought, well, that's crap, wasn't it? <laughs> now, I don't think that was fair comment on no. my part, and I withdraw that remark. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> because the album's great, 
uh, some of the sloganeering. Uh, I don't know if you saw that the 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 um, the T-shirt uh, with Wolfhound's thing on it just said "fucking cheer up." <laughs> How appropriate! <laughs> yes, yeah, which would have really worked, wouldn't it? Yes. Uh, which is another great song off that album. Uh, and the 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 T-shirt I I brought uh, say has the slogan "middle aged freak." Yes. Uh, which I thought is particularly good. But you know what? Is that you know, a man in a canoe. I've never really interpreted what the. Uh, Yes, it is. No, it's not a man in the canoe. It's someone in the canoe. Yeah. Uh, looks like a bald woman. Um, <laughs> it's a dummy. It's a mannequin. It's, oh, it's, yes, it, yes, it is. You're right. It's a mannequin in a canoe. But a mannequin seems to have no legs. Good work, work there, no. Never mind. Mm. Never mind. So but, but what clinched it from in the end, Because I think, I don't know if you agree, but I think that's one of the best logos I've ever seen. <laughs> you like that, yeah? Yeah, for the wolf hounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, thought, I, I love those T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, didn't necessarily like the band when I saw them live, but that's not their fault. That is entirely my fault. <laughs> yes, uh, that thirty-five did... seconds wasn't really indicative. <laughs> no. uh, but I, I do, I do love the album. Do love this song, and I certainly love the t-shirt. 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 Here's Rats and a Raff by the Wolfhounds. Here's head out Shook his head and laughed. Ran out of place before he stopped. And it'll leak for and out. A flash shook his head and laughed. Well, this was what he suffered for in the past. Flash shook his head and laughed. Well, this was what he suffered for. 
That was Slow Spring by the Leaf Library. Um, well, I, I say that, it was Slow Spring Nightlight Version 2 by the Leaf Library. The Leaf Library, uh, as we were just talking about festivals, uh, one of the highlights of the Indie Tracks Festival that I went to last year and one of our favourite albums of last year was Daylight Versions by the Leaf Library. When we reviewed them live, I talked about how they, um, they used drones, electronic... Uh, drones and noises very very effectively and the album's full of that they've released a sort of remixed version of their album uh, where they've taken out all the guitars all the drums all the vocals all the bass and it's just the electronic drums uh, that's what you just heard with the song slow spring with all that kind of stuff taken out of it um, it's and, and I've just gone to their Leaf Library page leaf li theleaflibrary.bandcamp.com they've got a hundred of these on tape for eight quid, there's only 18 left, boys and girls. Ooh. So get out there and buy it. It's only been out six days and there's only 18 left. And I'm absolutely thrilled to report that at the bottom of the page, after they've explained the credits and the stuff, they've got a little quote from uh, from Trust the Wizards website. They've, uh, in amongst the reviews, yeah. where which is a tweet that I sent, and it, and it says, it's like a remix album if Arvo Park did all the remixes. Mm. And we're on their page. How nice. Right. Lovely. Check out our blog as well. We we interviewed a, a very interesting interview with uh, the Leaf Library last year. So we're going to play again a couple of tracks from Friends of the Pod. Uh, new tracks that are around and about and out there for you, listener. Uh, the uh, the first song is from uh, the band Mythical Motors. Uh, who have been going a while actually, and they've got a, a new compilation uh, CD out, which oh, it might not be on CD, it might just be a download, but uh, it's called Selections from the Psychics Museum 2006 to 2016, um, which takes lots of tracks from their back catalogue, as that title would suggest. But actually, there's there's also one new song on the uh, on the album. And what a song it is! It's a great song, yeah. And so all the way from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Here's the mythical motors with the song Broken Indian Toy Tambourine. It's like a second sacred scheme Not a crime, no sin It's the reason you have left this hollow heart It's like a burning of this La 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 la
we've just heard there another friend of the pod, Eureka California. Oh, yeah. Uh, who we love. Yes. Uh, our pals Eureka California from Athens, Georgia, confusingly enough. On the wonderful <laughs> Happy Happy Birthday to Me Records, which is also based in Athens, Georgia. Yes, they've got a new album out, which you've got in your hand there. Eureka Jerry. California Versus. Yes, I think it's just called Versus. Yeah, just doesn't, not Versus anybody in particular. <laughs> yeah. And it's got little cartoon pictures of... Um, your man and your girl from, from the band. Uh, we're also known as Jake and Marie. Who, Jake and Marie, sorry. Who, who we've Marie. spoken to a number of times. Yeah, lovely people they are too. Uh, he rocks a fine moustache, does Jake. He does. Uh, and uh, yeah, I like, I'll just describe this record cover because it's got beer bottles, mm. very appropriately because I've just opened a, a beer, and uh, with their faces on the labels and Eureka California. If they were to make a beer with Eureka California... Mm. I'd want to drink that. I'd drink it while listening to this album, <laughs> which is a belter. So, <laughs> so we played the song Sign My Name with an X, um, but frankly we could have played any number of the songs on the album. It's, it's a brilliant record. I think we'll be hearing more of this before the year's out. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, go and go and get this record, go and get all their records. They're a yeah, fucking I, ace band. I second that, and, and when you get it, follow the words of advice at the bottom of the sleeve, on the back sleeve here. Play at maximum volume. Yeah! Now, listen, you might be getting a bit tired of hearing about all these fantastic bands that me and Rebel saw at uh, ATP, but, you know, just give it one more, because uh, I'm going to play now a track from the band Giant Sand, uh, who I think probably were my highlight of the, those three days. Uh, sadly, they're not going to perform live anymore, um, but they were, I was so pleased to catch them. So we saw the, the wonderful Howie Gelb and his crew, uh, and they actually they played the song uh, which I'm going to play now, which is taken from their country rock opera Tucson, uh, and was released in 2012 under the name Giant Giant Sand, ah. uh, rather than Giant Sand, because the band had expanded to 12 musicians. Ah. Um, so yeah, it's Giant a, Giant Sand. Oh yeah, yeah, look at them all. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them, isn't there? There's a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. A, well, there's 12 in the band. And then there were plus various uh, other... There's 12 in this picture. Other yeah. people were involved as well. Which one of these is Howie Gelb, then? Uh, is he the guy with the beard at the back there? Yes, that's him. That's well, a good guess. Yeah, I don't no idea. Has he got grey hair by this stage? I've, yes. I've heard a lot of Giant Sand over the years and no idea what any of them look like, but he just looks like he might be the man in charge. There. He's a very cool fella, indeed. Yeah. Um, and this, as, it, as I said, this is a, a country rock opera. Um, is it a double CD or does it just no it's a single just, yeah, C- yeah. single CD but it so comes, it tells a story it tells a story so it comes with a, a book of lyrics which I'll pass mm. to you Rebel uh, and it also comes with uh, the storyline I have to uh, say this, this you, we've talked before about rock operas and specifically about Tommy and Mrs Garbanzo if you recall mm. uh, sent in some correspondence explaining just why she hates Tommy so much yes. she's also not a big fan of country music so right. I think this sounds going to be a big hit an album that she would absolutely despise yes get on this it's Mrs Garbanzo it's a birthday one day I might buy it for her <laughs> <laughs> by the way before I, before I go on any further about this you'd be interested to know that the, the final Giant Sand release was released under the name Giant 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 Sand how many people were that bad well, well <laughs> yeah more than 12 yeah. you see yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. but written as Giant cubed uh, uh-huh. on the label, which is rather nice. Isn't Surely it? a giant, giant, giant sand is just a rock, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it'd be, it'd be sand dune, wouldn't it? It'd anyway, it's just a really big rock. Earth, earth, <laughs> <would be laughs> like giant, giant, giant sand. 
Anyway. Anyway. Sorry, thank, I'll thank, stop interrupting you now. Thank you. No, that's fine. Uh, so, you carry on. Yeah. Don't mind us. <laughs> no, all right. You have your beer. Right. So you go for it. It's all about timing. Isn't it? <laughs> so, um, to help you all fully appreciate the song Forever and a Day, let me set the scene. The stage goes black for a beat and lights up wildly to the epiphany of leaving it all behind, tearing up roots, getting out of dodge. The folks he seems to be talking to are the same folks he's leaving behind, and maybe there's been some drinking, but they are upset with this escapee and they let him know it. They'll be right here waiting for him when he returns once he's torn apart from his own dreams. The man-boy is officially going against everything that everyone else is saddled with. They're stuck here and had better love it no matter what or they will kill themselves. The grizzled man-boy is off. The slashing jam at the end of the song serves as a soundtrack while we watch him rid himself of all his worldly goods and tethers to this life rooted here in town. Crazy yard sale where he is paying people to take his stuff. His girlfriend is completely confused and takes to the arms of his neighbour to steady herself. The neighbour's wife then takes to the arms of the next neighbour to steady herself. And then there's the next neighbour's does the same offering up of a human chain reaction that continues in glimpses around the world as we keep flashing back to events of the man ridding himself of all the things he's collected here in town and packing very little in a backpack and then heads out on a bike across the desert. As the rest of the town now kind of high from the yard sale and holding various pieces of the man's previous possessions, some pretty good stuff in there too. As they realise their host has left, they all begin to pause and watch him ride off into the desert, probably a sunset, and finally one of them begins to say something in slight melody. I sure will take care of this here guitar he left, and then another says, and I will sure take care of his fine iPhone too. And then his neighbour says he will do his part in looking after his old girlfriend. And finally the last man says, uh, I think that's my bike he took away with him. Good luck, suckers. I'm on my way. I've been here for forever. Forever and a day. You're busy laying down roots and I'm tired of mine. We're on the same circle, just a different time. So good luck, suckers. I'm on my way. Been here for forever. Practically, 
Let's travel again and let's take a trip to the dirty south of Sweden. Malmö, to be more specific. Sorry, where's that? <laughs> Malmö. Malmö. <laughs> is, it, is it inhabited mainly by Geordies? <laughs> well, Malmö. Yeah, Malmö. We got Malmö and the UEFA Cup, like. <laughs> Malmö, to, to be more specific. Malmö. It's Malmö, all right? <laughs> Malmö. Malmö. <laughs> to be more specific, it's time to get down with Ved. The band started as a solo project for Matthias Nihlen. 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 Taking inspiration from film music, progressive rock, early electronic music and folk music. From there, Ved has developed into a rhythmic machinery. Surf rock, horror movie soundtracks and fan cassettes are some of the ingredients you will hear on their latest LP... Omicron, which is now out on the Hugenord label. Yeah. Can I just... So that O with the two dots above it, you're saying that's an er. Is it? Yeah. I've just always pronounced it as... I'd say that was Hugenord. Yeah, that's because you're in England, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. It's Hugenord. Yeah. I know that. In fact, if you want to make it better, it's Hugenord. There you go. That's your real Swedish right there. Anyway, the opening track and the one we're going to play is called Looney Tubers. Yeah, which samples sounds from the Looney Tunes propaganda cartoon Tokyo Jokyo from 1943. Angel Dusty Funk is one way to describe it. Walking on stilts to look bigger is another. It's a vibe that follows through the whole album. Described in the press release as sensual, non-verbal communication that will make you want to reproduce <laughs> stuff. <laughs> It's strictly Looney Tunes.
Bleeding Wound uh, by the new year of the album Personal Space Electronic Soul 1974 to 1984. Uh, the new year, uh, uh, um, a, a guy who's also a Cleveland DJ, still going because I googled, it, googled him this morning. Lynn Tolliver, his name is, uh, and he, he in, in sometime in the 70s he entered Way Out Studios on East 58th Street uh, to commit to tape an inexplicable track that was in response to a Canadian radio DJ's uh, song called The Americans. Uh, it's truly an absurd inside joke. Uh, and the B-side, apparently, is even stranger. Wow. I think it sounded, the, the vocals on it remind me a little bit of Robert Plant, bizarrely mm. enough. Um, we, we, we're playing that uh, to, uh, to close this podcast. It's because it's called the New Year, mm. or the band is called the New Year. Mm. When we recorded our first pod, first podcast of this New Year, mm. we were going to open with it, but mm. due to technical problems, <laughs> that didn't happen. So we're playing it now to make up for it. Yeah, great, really, really odd little song, but I it really is, like yeah, it. Yeah, it's really. Well, we played a track off this uh, album before, didn't we? Uh, this sort of electronic soul oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah, that's good as well. Uh, this whole album is is absolutely brilliant. Really, really good. It very it's, it's like. Like it says, it's basically a load of people who made weird electronic music in their bedrooms in American cities between the years nineteen seventy four to nineteen eighty four, mm. and it's there's a there's funk in there, there's soul in there, there's, there's to be solution, aren't we? Very avant garde, mm. weird shit. Weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. We like weird shit. We've got weird shit. Who and what we are, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting if we have the same technical problems that we had in the third podcast of the year. This little bit would seem very very confusing to listen. <laughs> so. Let's make sure that doesn't happen, people. Indeed. But it's time for us to say... All, all, all that remains to say. Yeah. All that remains to say, we've had a wonderful evening, haven't we? Yeah. A wonderful evening of mu- music and music talk. Yes. And, and we're delighted to have shared it with you, listener. Yeah. And uh, it all remains for me to say to you, listener, this is good night from Rebel Radio. And it's a good night also from the Director of Confusion, that is Mr Kicker of Elves. Good night. And from the Chief Executive of Interruption, Mr Shemiko Garbanzo, it's good night as well. And our sponsor for this last podcast, uh, as it says on the can, Red Stripe Jamaica Lager Beer. Thank you, Mr Red Stripe.